0: Hello and welcome back to the On the Slab Horror Show, the show that we bring to you each and every Friday night. Fans, you know why we do this on a Friday night, because Friday night is horror night. Uh, For my guest from the far side of the Atlantic Ocean, um, Friday night was a night when Free to Air TV used to show us classic horror movies at 10 o'clock. It used to only happen on a Friday, where you got to see all the classics as a kid. It was wonderful. (laughs) Good times. Good times. Um, but tonight, uh, the lads are working. Unfortunately, again, butcher such as life. Uh, but tonight we're joined by an up-and-coming superstar in the game. We're joined here by an actor from Zombie Games, Trust, Terror Tunes 4, Appetite for Sin, and what is making huge headlines across the indie horror world in The Barn 2 uh welcome mr lavari how are you sir?
1: so much i'm so honored and grateful to be on this podcast man thank you so much from across the pond there
0: yeah i I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come on um and and have a chat with us obviously we love having guests on because it brings a different view to the to the show (laughs) so how are you pretty good keeping busy but 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 good i
1: appreciate you asking
0: I mean, the titles there are running off. Um, obviously, the big one being the Baron Two, but we can get into yeah. that in a, in, a, in a few minutes. And um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was. I'm originally from New York,
1: and I got my starts uh, when I moved out at 21 years old. I grew up in a suburb of Queens, New York, and I moved into New York City, Manhattan, at the age of 21, and I started, you know, working on my demo there, and you know struggling you know the whole deal and then finally i got a record deal in 2009 i went independent in 2012 i had my first billboard charting single in 2019 and 2019 is also the year that i got my very first horror film supporting role i had done small roles prior to that um but my goal was always to be in horror films because that's my absolute number one genre and you know just obsessed like you guys over there you guys had the friday night we had a lot of friday night frights on our stations you know here here in the USA so it was my dream to be in horror movies so finally in 2019 is when i had my first supporting role in a horror film and i've been lucky that it's been continued to roll from there
0: awesome like that that takes the next question that was horror where you wanted to go but obviously a huge yeah. fan, um, and it's something we've brought up on the show a couple of times. Horror fans seem to be the closest group of fans that you can find. There's so much love for all types of it inside horror. That are the most not- probably the most respectful fans. Mm-hmm.
1: Not only not only that, but even within w- within the horror film community and filmmakers and actors in the community itself, especially indie horror it's a really, really small circle of people. I've worked with so many of the same people consistently, one being Linnea Quigley. You know, Linnea Quigley was slash is one of my favorite actresses of all time and is my number one.
0: Night of the Demons.
1: Return of the Living Dead, Night of the Demons, Vice Academy, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, and The Barn Part One, Creepazoids, Sorority Babes. Yeah, so, you know. The list goes uh, on. (laughs) absolutely we worked on four projects already um then ari lehman who played jason Voorhees in friday the 13th part one same with ari and i we worked on two or three projects together and um mike ferguson who's also an upcoming upcoming star um him and i worked on i I also think about three projects so it's it's a very close-knit community for sure it's like little neighborhoods so to speak
0: (laughs) I've i've definitely noticed that um We've, I've done a show with quite a few um, indie horror stars around the place and it seems to be the same group of people that are connecting on different yeah. movies and you see this person's cast and then you're like, oh, well, let's see how many now go from there around. So it's great to see, and especially with the, the resurgence of indie horror. Obviously, yeah. um, last year we had the likes of Smile, which was an independent horror that went major. Um, but the big one last year was obviously Terrifier 2.
1: Terrifier 2 and, and um.
0: there's oh my God. <laughs>
1: I can't say anything right now but just when you think about the barn 2 try to keep Terrifier 2 in the back of your minds and hopefully in the near future you guys will see why that's all I can say without getting in any sort of trouble
0: unless, unless, unless it's got Terrifier 2 in it I, I can't imagine where you're going with that but we won't no. say anything just in case it gets you in trouble <laughs> Um,
1: And we love, we love Arthur Clown and Terrify. We love those movies. Oh my God. My God. uh, I love
0: that. We actually made a point on our show about when we done the Halloween Ends review. um, Terrify had dropped just with it. But we said, like, we've obviously lost Michael Myers now for another while till there's another reboot. But we got the new reborn Arthur Clown. So you lose one legend to what's quickly becoming another legend.
1: Oh yes, oh yes, and I, you know, the the term in regard to the Halloween reboots. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's all. I, I like them. I
0: wasn't. If I have
1: nothing nice to say. I won't say anything at all.
0: Like for me, for me, I didn't really like. The fr- <laughs> I didn't really like the franchise in general. Um, I only ever liked the first one and the third one, but the oh, You know what's knew. crazy?
1: You know what's crazy? My top three. My my personal ranking top three. Is, is 1978 Halloween that's season of the witch at number two and number three? The curse of Michael Myers, those are my What's top that, that's, three. That's five, isn't it? No, six.
0: Six, yeah, with, no, the, with I, the
1: foreign explanation, all that. Both versions, the producer's cut and the, and the theatrical cut.
0: Um, for me, I was just I loved the first one and I love the third one. I didn't really like any of the rest of them. And Got then you. the new tree, I didn't see 18 until 20 just before the, the, before Kills came out.
1: And I loved
0: that, and then I went through it. I loved it. I thought they were great.
1: I I love the Rob Zombie reboot of it. Yeah,
0: I don't think that that man... I don't think that that man... We have all these, all
1: these like, you know, chronologies of the Halloweens, that we can choose to like or dislike that. That's what's up. That's dope.
0: You know what? I think Halloween 1 wasn't good from him. Uh, Halloween 2 was good. You know what's a... funny?
1: I actually, rank Hall- I actually rank Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 above Rob Zombie's Halloween 1.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It um, yeah. wouldn't be, they wouldn't be mine. I don't think he should be let near a remake. He was better when he was doing his own original stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Obviously he had House of a Thousand Corpses, um,
1: right. Devil's Devil Rejects one. and stuff. Devil's Rejects, oh my gosh.
0: But uh, yeah. I had the disfortunate pleasure of watching the monsters earlier on in the year, or then back in the last year. Didn't watch it. Didn't do it.
1: Didn't do uh, it. I gotta tell you what. You know what, I just, I just never got into the monsters as a kid because it was more comedic, and I was more, you know, about like Dark horror or like you know Splatter. So <laughs> I never even got into the original Monsters uh, TV show.
0: Yeah, it was a bit before my time. I would seen a lot of the episodes. Um, just from being on, but like it was nothing special. But I said I'd give it a chance. Oh, 20 minutes mm. in, I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> they have they have I remember count the
1: general consensus.
0: I had They have count Orlock in it after about 20 minutes on a date with Sherry Moon, and I'm sitting there going, my God! And they have him doing disco dancing and stuff. I was like, what the fuck is this?
1: Oh, I didn't even know. See, I didn't. Even, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, I,
0: know. I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I'm over. <laughs> It's over. <laughs> no, I did finish it, but it didn't get any better. <laughs> wow. But uh, as I says, the the resurgence of indie horror at the minute is is great to see, and the fact that it's getting so well reviewed around the world now as well. Obviously, as I says earlier, the barn 2 is is getting some rave reviews around the film oh, yeah. circuit, and it, it's great to see. And I, I think it was yourself that actually sent me the article about it in Fangoria.
1: Yes, man, that was wow Like you're talking
0: about Fangoria have had some of the biggest horror films around to come true Yeah,
1: when I when I was a teenager man, I I, I was going to the Fangoria weekend of horrors convention all the time You know what I mean? And um, I would would buy I would physically buy the Fangoria magazines Especially I don't know if you remember. They they used to have the poster issues
0: No, so we didn't get them over here really
1: Oh, okay, okay So I, I'll just tell you this: the, my third. What did I do? My bad. My thirteen-year-old self. When I saw that, I was fangirly out. When I saw that we were in a <laughs> fangirling magazine, man, for real, for yeah. real. That, that was amazing. That that was so cool. Uh,
0: it's amazing, and they do pick up some really big. Um, sorry, not some really big. They pick up some really good independent ones.
1: Absolutely, that yes. go
0: on to be huge, and obviously, one of the biggest ones now for me with with the date that it is obviously um was 21 years ago they picked up a small a small movie called Dog Soldiers oh
1: i love dog soldiers
0: and they ran Lovely. the article on it but it's now it's now 21 years later and what a lot of people consider the best werewolf movie ever
1: absolutely i i remember i remember actually when that came out and and i would tell people yo have you seen Dog Soldiers? It's a great werewolf movie. And at the time, like, a lot of people didn't even know what I was talking about.
0: It didn't break well in the States um, right. or on the original release, I don't think. But um, a couple of weeks ago now, I actually got to sit down with Neil Marshall and have a conversation with him. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really nice. Uh, I got to sit there and I was, I was nearly fanboy. And I was like, well. <laughs> but um, I'll, th- I'll leave that to a question that we ask guests later on. Um, so tell me, how did you get cast in, in The Barn too?
1: So here's the deal. So I, I, wanna, I wanna say this, I'll try to make it as quick as possible, but I wanna speak about how things can go full circle. So speaking about Fangoria, when I used to go, there was a thing called Fangoria's Weekend of Horrors, which is basically a horror convention. You know, they, has, they have a bunch of horror conventions all the time, but Fangoria Magazine specifically would do this horror convention. So I was 13 years old and I was obsessed with Linnea Quigley, right? So my dad as you do Sorry?
0: As you as you would be, yeah. I understand as that. I
1: would be. Hey, as I would be. But not just for her looks, I, actually for her you know, for her her acting movies too. You know what I'm saying? So um, She had
0: a lot of skill. She has skills.
1: Absolutely. So um I went, I specifically asked my dad to take me to Fangoria Weekend of Horus for Linnea Quigley. And then we got there and there was also Gunnar Hansen, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw. I got his autograph on VHS. I had Texas Chainsaw on VHS, so I got his autograph, but I was there for Linnea, Linnea, Linnea. So, um, Linnea autographed my poster. She put, you're hot, love Linnea. And at the time I was a 13 year old kid that was probably I was very overweight it, it wouldn't be the definition of hot back then and but so and I got picked on in school but so I went to school and I bought that poster to school and I was like oh, wow dude so then I, I kind of became cool you know what I mean because here I have Linnea Quigley writing on my poster you're hot
0: you know oh, what man. I'm
1: saying right so um, she helped me from from getting less picked on definitely with that so if fast forward about 20 years later and like i said i have my music career as well and some way somehow similar fans of my music are fans of her and other people that i ended up working with so um there was there was a friend of mine who started off as a fan but then you know we became friends named david david Devendra. and we I was on his page and I had seen Linnea like he was part of a Linnea fan club and I was like oh wow I was like you know that's somebody I always would love to work with and I told him the story about when I was a kid you know doing the Fangoria thing and he was like oh I, I I'm in contact with her and I was like what so he put me in contact with her and at the time I was making a small short independent independent short film about sharks and we had been I, I got to speak with her and I told her about what you know when I was 13 yada 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 which I'm sure she's heard from millions of people but she still listened and um, I sent her the script Um, she was interested but financially it was it was basically like a college script so financially I couldn't I wasn't able to bring her in but we had kept in contact we had kept in contact after that um because she also was in a rock band and and then you know she started like liking my posts about my albums etc so okay so we kept in contact and then one day i was visiting my mom in queens and we my mom loves 80s 80s horror films or just splatter films just as much as me and that's where i actually got it from because i was a little kid and i'd hear all these horror movies playing in the next room while i was trying to go to bed so i know where i got that obsession from you know what i'm saying (laughs) so um so basically i went over to my mom's in queens visiting her and um well I'm like, oh, what are you know, hanging out, whatever else like, oh, I feel like watching a movie? Let's watch a horror movie. So we were going through the um you know, the fire stick and um the barn came up and I read the description. It said eighties inspired. I went we're like eighties inspired, cool, we're watching it. Right. We're in. So right, we're in that's it. All I all, all I saw was it said eighties. That's it. That we're like, yeah, that's it, we watching it. So um We put it on and the credits start rolling and it said Linnea Quigley and I was like oh snap so I texted Linnea I texted her and I was like yo my mom and I are about to watch The Barn too I didn't know you were in I'm sorry The Barn one my mom and I are about to watch this movie called The Barn and you're like the top you know the top star so she texts me back she goes cool let me know what you let me know what you think so watched it loved it Absolutely. Cow, and my mom and I both said, now this might sound like bullshit now because I'm in the bar too, but I promise you like, well, people that I know me know I keep it real. You feel me? So I promise you that after we watched it, my mom and I were like, yo, that was probably like one of one of the best modern horror movies because we love 80s. Like my mom and I both said it. So I texted her and I was like, I was like, no lie definitely one of the best new horror films it's definitely on my top five new horror movies now mind you when i say new horror movies my definition of new is like 2000 on
0: (laughs) i mean i I feel that i can i I get behind that
1: it's not it's not like 2015 to no it's 2000 on is my definition new horror movies so you got me saying that it's in my top five of movies since two horror movies since 2000 okay
0: so then there's been a good few there (laughs)
1: yeah right so then she so then um she texts me back and she says oh glad you liked it we're actually about to film a part two she said that and I did something that I usually never ever do to my fellow (laughs) fellow peers you got it I said (laughs) I said please 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 if you can get me to submit for an audition i'd be so grateful i hate to ask but i loved it so much so she was kind enough to put me in contact with the director now mind you she had seen she'd seen my work some of my work before you know what i mean so i wasn't just coming to her
0: you feel me i mean i mean you've got to you've got to use like not use people when you know them but it's that business seems to be who you know will help right but what I'm saying is I w- she had seen my work before from being
1: from us being friends and uh, us being on each other's social media pages so it wasn't like I was coming out of the woodwork asking her you know what i mean yeah. like she knew what i did already she commented on some of my work so it wasn't like i was like oh by the way i act you 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 feel me so but i still was like i still don't like to you you know what i'm saying but but anyway but this time i was like no no i need to ask you know so she and like i said she was kind enough to Put me in contact with with the director justin seaman and justin justin wrote back to me and he was like you know do you have a reel yeah i said absolutely so i sent him you know i sent him my my my, my reel my actor's reel of, of work that i had and i also sent him my you know my your standard actor's resume etc so he came back he came back and he was like you know yeah i could put you in a scene where where you could be a zombie and linnea kills you so it sounded like an extra role, and I haven't done extra work in a long time. And there's nothing wrong with the extra work. It's just I hadn't done it in a long time. You know what I mean? Because I wanted to, you know, work on getting supporting roles or, or five, you know, under fives or whatever. But this time around, I love the barn one so much, and I, I would love the opportunity to work with Linnea. So I was like, I'm doing it. Yep, get sign me up, sign me up. You know what I mean? So he was like, okay, cool. He was like, it's just going to be a basic scene script I'll send it to you. So Linnea, I, I messaged Linnea and i said i said i guess what i'm gonna be in a scene a zombie with you zombie scene i'm so excited thank you so much for the opportunity and then she said no ah uh, let me talk to him and i said talk to him about what and she was like did you send him your 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 reel and i was like yeah and she was like did he look at it i said i don't know if he looked at it because i'd sent it to him and he was still talking to me about the zombie scene and she was like, Let me talk to him because there there may be something, you know, bigger. And I wrote back, No, no, no. Because I don't want him to get mad. I, I don't want him to, 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 to be like, What? You're out. Screw this kid. Who the fuck? I don't even know this kid. You know what I'm saying? I was like, please. I was like, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. And she was like, she was like, I'm just gonna ask so I said, Okay, but can you please let him know that I'm not the one asking? And tell him I'm perfectly happy. And she was like, Yeah. So anyway, two days passed and I'm like, ah, fuck. I was like, ah oh, fuck, you know. It's like, uh, fuck, you know. It. In one way, I'm 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 honored that that one of my idols is 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 advocating for me. You know what I'm saying? So in one aspect, I was really honored about that. But in another one, I was like, oh damn, this dude must be like fuck this dude. You know what I'm saying? So two days passing, he he hit me up. He emailed me and he was like, hey, it's Justin, and he was like, so listen, he was like, I looked at your reel and I spoke with Linnea and i'm gonna offer you a supporting role um but i have to write the role if i to create (laughs) it and i was like "Uh, uh, oh okay (laughs) you know and there were things i don't want to get into the business side of it but there were you know there were sac sacrifices that i made that are worth it money-wise you know what i mean um you know as far as i might not have gotten paid as much as but but remember i'm coming in he, he already had a script you know somebody's saying this person you know what i mean he's fleshing out a brand new character so like you know so when i say sacrifice i mean like i may not have gotten paid as much or you know as what other of that supporting or lead actors got paid and i don't care you know what i mean because it was the last you're in, you're in right 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 and um so he created this whole new character um named Tony. Not far, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Tony, my first name is Anthony. And um but the the character was um, Dr. Rock, who was in part one, who was played by Ari Lehman, Jason from Friday the thirteenth, part one. I was Dr. Rock's, I would be Dr. Rock's sidekick in the movie.
0: Nice. And then
1: I was like, uh, Ari So I'm gonna be in scenes with Ari Lehman? And he was like, "Yeah, no, don't worry, you'll be in scenes with Linnea." She was like, "No, I know, but you're saying I'm also gonna be in scenes with Ari Lehman, Jason from Friday the 13th? Yeah, I was like, uh, "Great." <laughs> so now I'll do it for I free. Am. Not only I, I gotta tell you, I would have. Not only, not only, <laughs> am I in with Linnea Quigley, one of my idols, and still, and still one of my idols, but now I'm doing scenes with her and Jason from Friday the Thirteenth. And friday the 13th out of out of nightmare on elm street halloween friday the 13th friday the 13th has always been my favorite franchise of of the, oh, those
0: you're games. one of them guys
1: yes i am so um part, like
0: my
1: favorite. part three is my favorite part one is my second favorite part six is my third favorite we act like jason goes to jason takes manhattan didn't happen and jason x didn't happen but anyway so, <laughs> so like you like this then say it
0: again did you like this one?
1: Uh, wait, let me make my screen bigger. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, yes. That is yeah. dope. And you've got Freddy as well. That is dope, bro. You got
1: to show that to... Have you interviewed Ari? No. I have to show that to Ari. Can you screenshot that to me later?
0: I'll, I'll send it to you, yeah.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Those are um, dope, bro. Those are dope.
0: Like, so, um, that's, you've got yourself into... What's quickly becoming a very popular series. Yeah, not yes. A series, very popular.
1: Popular things. Um, so it,
0: movies, yeah.
1: Right. So to wrap wrap it up, I'm sorry, I know I went on a tangent here. So to wrap it up, um, my first day on set, I was just like, holy shit! Like my, I was very professional, of course, but the the you know the 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 uh, waiting the wait the holding holding area, so our holding area, like just to see my name, it's like you know holding area. Linnea Quigley, Ari Lehman, Doug Bradley, Pinhead from Hellraiser, Lavari. Lavari. I'm like. That to me was like as equally exciting as filming itself. Just to see my name on the whole, you know what I'm saying? On the with, with these horror legends, I was like, wow. I just,
0: mean, like they wow. they're three big, big names.
1: Oh my god. And th- that's just the half. There's so many other there's so many other cameos in it. Bob Briggs and Diana Prince from the Last Drive-In. I don't know if you guys have that over there. Um, in Ireland, I've seen, I've seen
0: it. it yeah, I, we've had yeah. to watch it online, but it's, it's. I, I enjoy it.
1: Yeah, so they're in uh, it.
0: Your, yeah, your Drew video Matthew has frozen, Matthew. but uh, we can still hear you. Oh wait, oh, are am you're I still back. frozen. No, you're back now.
1: All right, cool. Um, so um, yeah, man, and just the experience was great. I, I have nothing listen it's whatever I do whatever I do I'm always the Bartu is always going to hold special place in my heart Mm. yeah so just just the pinnacle of of,
0: oh like that's their three legends in the game let alone what cameos come in
1: amazing it's just amazing it's always going to hold a special place in my heart you
0: know what I mean? I mean, uh, I, I've spoke to a few there. people. I've spoke to a few people as of late, um, and the fans will have seen it. or You might have seen it on the back catalogue from the mutilator Two, and like, mm-hmm. um, like some of them have said it. Like, if if they never do another movie, they're still associated with what was an eighties iconic movie, and they're going to be part of the second yeah. one.
1: For sure, absolutely. Uh, the feeling, is, like, the feeling is mutual for, for, for The Barn 2.
0: Yeah, and I'm looking forward to like I haven't had a chance to see it because it's not out over here yet. Um, But as I said to you off-screen, I loved the first one. Um, Absolutely. How could anyone not like the first one? It was just such a... like You'd say, some people would say it's not a feel-good movie, but I really enjoyed it. Like, really enjoyed it.
1: What I love about The Barn 1 and The Barn 2 is, to me, they both have a sense of innocence about them. You know if you notice um in well you didn't see part two yet but if you notice in um the bar one there wasn't a lot of tna there wasn't a lot
0: of what it's,
1: it's an ass
0: oh no sorry you broke up there i didn't hear what Like you all <laughs> oh, right yeah yeah, yeah. um there, yeah, lot, no, there, see, was,
1: I... there wasn't a lot of nudity yeah a lot of nudity there was a sense of innocence good. if that makes sense
0: Like, for me, one of my favorite horror movies is um, Wrong Torn 1. And there's little to no nudity in that. There doesn't have to be nudity in it. Some people just put it in for the sake of it being in. Right. Absolutely. And it's not needed. Do you know what I mean? But, sure, like, I'm not a filmmaker. I'm not going to tell them how to do their job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If they want to put it in and have someone do that, that's fine. I'm not going to say no to watching it.
1: I mean, in oh. the barn too. There's in the barn too. There is one scene that 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 shows breasts, but it's kind of necessary for I can't give anything away, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, but that's it's pretty some, much it.
0: Sometimes, sometimes it is necessary in films. Like, let's be fair. Um, right. but like sometimes it's just put in for the sake of being put in. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatnot, but sure. Um, so. As I said, you have a few other movies there as supporting actors. Um, are all them kind of the same run of the mill because of you went in acting-wise to get in as a stepping stone to something bigger or were they people that you knew or?
1: Mm-hmm. So the horror film community, as we discussed earlier, the indie horror film community in the United States to me seems to be a small circle a small circle of very very supportive actors i want to make sure that people know that because the music industry is freaking cutthroat bro like um remember i'm originally from the music realm right so yep. so it's cutthroat like the, the music industry is so cutthroat i i know this is a horror podcast but uh, there there were so many betrayals that i've had in the past in the music industry yada 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 um the horror the horror film community is very embracing and supportive of their fellow actors and directors. So, a lot of the films that I got after The Barn Part 2 were from meeting people on the set of The Barn Part 2. Um, so they were step now personal stepping stones. Listen, man, I have no desire, nor do I have the six-pack to be like a Brad Pitt or anybody. I've always wanted to be an established horror film actor. You know what I mean? So that that's it. I'm so I'm so happy to be to be in these roles of, of these films, and some of them like what you said, already have names or cult following. Terror Tunes Four, as an example, you know that that's that's a that is that is a horror series, you know.
0: Going to into a franchise four. with that. <laughs>
1: franchise, correct. Thank you, thank you. I was like searching for the word franchise. So, yeah. You know what I mean? So to be part of a franchise, even the Bar Two now that that's a franchise. I can't say there's gonna be a three. But, um,
0: <laughs> wink, wink, sorry, nudge, something nudge. In my, something in my
1: eye. <laughs> but, um, Justin's gonna friggin' kill me. He'll be like, Well, there was gonna be a three, and you were gonna be in it. No, just kidding. <laughs> but, I got yeah, um, no, listen, man. I just want to give Justin Seaman though, know, seriously, a huge shout out to the director of the bar, 2. Just everybody, everybody about was amazing. But moving on to so Terra tunes 4, um, Joe Castro, Steven Escobar, um, this series, man, are
0: you familiar with the Tarotune series? Uh, no, I haven't even, I'd never heard them up until you sent it to me. That's fine. Um, That's
1: fine. But the Tarotune series started out ultra low budget. Like Tarotune's one was ultra, ultra low budget. And then, like, it got this cult following, yada, yada, yada. And now Tarotune's four is on a mo- much more moderate budget. You know, you compare one to four and it's like, Wow. But um, again, directed by Joe Castro, who is makeup extraordinaire. He's done so many special effects for so many major and indie horror films, Joe Castro. But he also directed the the Terror Toons franchise series along with Steven Escobar, who is an Emmy winner for his um, production on um, The Amazing Race here in the United States. So um, with these two gentlemen, (laughs) Yeah, with these two gentlemen helming these these series is amazing. And again, Lene Quigley is in *Terrasuns 4*. Um, Brink Stevens is in it from *Slumber Party Massacre*. So am i seeing what a movie. Brink Stevens. Yeah, yeah. So she and she actually directed the segment that I'm in for *Terrasuns 4*. It's separated into like three segments. So that that was an ama- amazing thing to be part of that ensemble. And then um, Appetite for Sin, what um, features Joe Castro? He didn't direct it, but Joe Castro was one of the leads in that, and it's directed by Matthew Vanaha, an up-and-coming director. And that's a female vampire movie, um, which also stars Brink Stevens. So that's cool. My part is really small in that one, but they gave me one of the top credits when 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 <laughs> when the film starts. It has my name right there, the supporting cast. I'm not in it a lot, but. I was like, that's cool. I, I was like, maybe that's a testament to me building and... You know what I mean? You gotta build um, your
0: name somewhere.
1: Right, but I'm saying, I feel like maybe that's a testament there where they're like, okay, he's, even though he's in it for a short period of time, I have a character, a name and everything. But, you know, even if it's essentially a cameo in it, they think that I'm credible enough to have me in the front credits, you know, in the supporting credits. So I was really surprised to see my name in the supporting credits that I'm like, I'm only in it for like, I think less than five minutes, but I was like, that's that's dope. It's a really great vampire, female vampire movie. Um, And then Thrust is insane. Thrust is crazy. Thrust is not even, I can't even say that Thrust is a horror movie. Thrust is everything. It's it's a dystopian, apocalyptic action horror. It's insane. And it's also been winning a lot of awards on the circuit. It's directed by Victor Bonacore and has a lot of people like in the in the uh, New York punk scene and a lot of people in the punk scene and some wrestlers into I don't follow wrestling so I'm not even going to try to act like start saying names and and things like that but I do know that it has a lot of people from like MMA some people from WWE because um, when we had the New York City premiere people like oh that's so-and-so oh you know what I'm saying so that, I mean, that's I'd be
0: movie. I'd be I'd be a partial wrestling fan. The two lads that deal with me, Ian and Carl and uh Ted as well, they'd be big wrestling fans. Um,
1: so they, they they would definitely recognize some people some people in uh in Thrust, right. yeah. That was a crazy movie. That so that just came out. That literally, oh no, it didn't come so it, it's you know, it's in festivals and it won a few fest- It won Nightmare's Film Festival. Um The Barn Two also won in Nightmare's Film Festival, but it's gonna be on DVD next DVD Blu-ray next week. It gets released on DVD Blu-ray. us. Nice. And bar, the barn part two is on Blu-ray DVD, but it's still making the rounds of the uh, you know of the film festivals as well. So um, yeah, and then there's zombie games, which was it's not it it's so zombie games was gonna be a YouTube series and then they decided to just make it a feature so it's about like 87 minutes but it's linnea quigley's first directorial project so linnea you're director- really
0: hooking up there aren't you <laughs>
1: <laughs> so linnea i gotta tell you so it's linnea's first directing project and yet she handpicked who she wanted in it so the fact that she handpicked me as one of the people she wanted it amazing again you got to understand my 13 year old My 12-year-old self is screaming, fangirling out. Now that I'm older, you know what I mean, and working with her like this, you understand. So, it's not. But it's it's not the best. It's meant to be. She was experimenting. You understand. So it's not anything to be taken seriously. The 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 film, and it's meant to be low budget. It's meant to be be B movie-ish. It's meant to be amateur. It's a it's um. They, it has, like, a lot of graphics in it mixed in with with um with real footage. But, again, it's meant to be. It's meant to be like that um, because it's on um, Maha Films. That's the distributor, and then it's on YouTube through Maha Films. But there's a lot of people in the comments that are like, oh, my God, this is so dumb or this is so stupid, and look how they do the graphics. And I don't think they understand. It's meant to be stupid. It's, like, almost like a – remember, like, Ed Wood, those type of movies? Yep. Oh,
0: yeah, like, it, I, it's purposely meant
1: to be like that, but people are thinking that it was meant to be serious and it's not. But anyway, regardless of that, it, it's cute, and fun. It's bloody and fun. And and it's something to just chill out and laugh at because it's purposely meant to look like a B-schlocky movie. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I was honored to yet again work with Linnea. And um, Mike Ferguson, who's the star of Amityville Rising, him and I worked on several of, of these projects together as well. So... I'm just really cool and then um compatible is another one that's coming out which is directed by joseph kelly who directed clown motel
0: that was deadly
1: yep so clown motel and clown motel too um
0: say it again i didn't know there was a second one
1: yes that just came out recently and joe All don't right. kill me i haven't watched it yet joe my bad but <laughs> sorry joe but i love part one i love part one <laughs> So, yeah, so that, it, that's called Compatible. So that'll be out soon, directed by Joe Kelly. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited I mean, about them all, man.
0: You're, get, you're getting the name out there. You're getting the movies. It's only going to take one to really break Major. The Bar
1: 2, man. I think I, I got to say – That's the one. The Bar 2. The Bar 2. We're getting a lot of great – There's even um. on YouTube, there's like seven different – Yeah, at yeah. least seven – on YouTube, there's at least seven different reviews from YouTubers about the Barn Two. So you know when people start doing that, you know that it's out there. You feel me? Because I got seven. We got seven different YouTube reviews on their reaction reviews, and then there's even one unboxing of the of the, of the Blu-ray.
0: You're, you're kind of breaking there's up there. There's YouTuber
1: did an unboxing of, of the Barn.
0: Of the Blu-ray. Oh. Um, uh, I don't know, it folks. Matters. that's uh,
1: what i to is reminding me of.
0: Nice, nice. So what we'll do is we'll we'll finish it up here then um, for the minute. But I'll gladly have you back on absolutely anytime you want to come on and just chat horror. Um. Mm, i just normally not have a meet on man. Thank normally you. Normally we guests it. Uh, it's always about them the first time, and then if they want to come back, then it's just kind of a, a free for all because obviously you got to mention everything you're in and what you've done. Next time is kind of a bit freer for you. It's just like, yeah, fuck this film or fuck that film, you know, that kind of way. Probably shouldn't say that if you're an actor though. We because, kind of do that.
1: Uh, we kind of do that when you're talking about the Halloween franchises.
0: I mean, now what, what, if, what, if, what if David Gordon Green wanted to cast you and he sees this podcast?
1: Well, you know what? I like I said, I always keep things real, man. I, I'm I'm just like that. Like I, I had a music listen. I had a music video called "Keep It Moving," and it offended a lot of people. "Keep It Moving," cancel, cancel culture, is the full I title. I hate cancel culture. I hate it. I that hate one, it. Would, then you would like my song because my song is "Keep It Moving," cancel, cancel culture, and so a lot of people got offended and they were saying, "Oh, he's," yeah. Uh, uh, we're not even gonna get into because that's music related, but. Let's just say I up blue fans because they thought I was being anti whatever and I, I, they wanted me to apologize and I'm not apologizing for for presenting the opposing viewpoints. That's why the song is called cancel cancel culture. I'm not gonna say I'm sorry. Uh, you want to cancel me go ahead fucking cancel me bro. I'm not. Okay. You know it's it's we're, we're living in McCarthyism y'all need to be careful. You want we want to talk about being woke no. You know, well, again, that's a whole other thing, but so if Gordon Green said it, I'm sorry I'm sorry, my bad, I would be honored to be cast in one of your films, but I said what I said bro, I'm not going to backpedal
0: I mean, I like, backpedal. That, that's that's the best thing about movies, everyone has an opinion, I liked them, you didn't do you know what I mean? Right,
1: and I'd say it was a bad movie, I just didn't like the premise of it.
0: Right before I finish up, I've got the question that I we kind of touched on earlier, right? Okay. You've seen Dog Soldiers
1: Yes I have Look, you've see, you've this, seen is a, not, this is not on purpose. I do not know what we were going to talk about soldiers, but look, I, I even have a dog. Look at that.
0: Nice. Nice. You've seen American Werewolf in London? Yeah? Say it one more time. You've seen American Werewolf in London?
1: Yes, I have. Of course. Absolutely. Which, and in Paris.
0: Uh, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> um, I liked it. I didn't I thought it was terrible I watched it I watched it once and I'll never watch it again and um, which one's better
1: Wait dog soldiers American werewolf in London. Which one's better? Yeah, is that what you're asking me? Yeah, I I still like American werewolf in London. I'm not gonna lie to you I love dog soldiers, but American werewolf in London
0: All right. It says no like, it.
1: Sorry, I lost the interview. Sorry, bro. Something yeah. happened with you.
0: This is a this is a long-standing I, I debate. Like
1: soldiers very much
0: it's a long-standing debate we have between myself and Carl and, and a couple of the others uh, as to which one's better. Um, so we just started asking guests to see what they went with.
1: But but obviously Dog Soldiers had much more action. Yeah. Obviously. But overall, American Werewolf in London for me.
0: That's all right. Like, There's no wrong. American Werewolf I is second Dog for
1: Soldiers me. As well. I love Dog Soldiers as well. But if I had to choose... It'd be American word from Lindsay. But I also like the howling a lot, too, especially the beginning, the point the when they're in the porno video store.
0: <laughs> That's no, mad, but that
1: shit is scary because how close they are to each other, like how close that shit was scary.
0: Um, but for tonight, now I'm going to wind this down. Lavari, hell of an episode. I appreciate you reaching out and appreciate you taking man. the time to come on.
1: I appreciate you, man, having me. Thank you so much. It's an and- honor, bro. Thank you. As
0: I said, you're more than welcome back absolutely any time. Thank you so
1: much. I appreciate you. Thank you.
0: Uh, And, ladies and gentlemen, this has been your Friday night for the On The Slab. I will finish this the way I finish absolutely every Friday night. In the words of the great George A. Romero, ladies and gentlemen, stay scared.